Welcome to That One Show, Season 3, Episode 2, Top 10, Brandy Carlisle Songs. I am, as always, your host, Brian Combs, and joining me again uh, for a record, I think, seventh time, the one and only Dixie. How are you today, and how have you been? It's been a few weeks. Uh, Brian, I am doing great. I am looking at our setup here and just cackling inside. We have the <laughs> yeah. we have an iPhone sitting on a box set of Stephen King books. <laughs> yeah, so we're having some technical difficulties, and I want to make sure we get this episode out on time. So we're literally got uh, three Stephen King books stacked up with an iPhone sitting on top of it and talking into it. So hopefully, just bear with us. You'll probably hear some animals in the background. If you would like to help us in launching a complaint against TDS Internet Service. It's terrible, and so this is our setup, but we're going to make it work. This is a great topic. Yeah, so um, I had a listener write me between seasons two and three that really enjoys the podcast and is a long-time listener and said, hey, I need uh, to feature and listen to more female artists, and I can't argue with that person because I think other than the Loretta Lynn episode I did after she passed, I've not done a show dedicated just to... A female. It's pretty much it's been a sausage party for all it, all, it really all the two has. seasons. Yeah, and, uh, except for that one Melissa Etheridge album that you tried to pawn off in Moorhead. That's not that has nothing to do with this show. <laughs> what she was like the one female album that you had, and you tried to pawn her off on those poor people. So, Brandy Carlisle uh, is my favorite female vocalist of all time, and for my money, the best female vocalist of all time. I know you're a big fan, too. Uh, I'm only recently a big fan of her, though. Well, yeah. Because I'll be honest, when when you listen to a female artist, with the exception of the local honeys and things, I usually just roll my eyes because I always figure that you're not truly into them. You're just kind of giving them a listen. And I remember the song Sugar Tooth. What, you used to play that like crazy. And I was like, man, I hate this song. Who mm-hmm. in the world is this lady? Mm-hmm. So I can talk about later the song that, that won me over when I heard her sing it. But she is incredible. And I hate that I let all those years go by without listening to her. So we're going to do our 10 favorites. And unlike all the other top 10 episodes we've done, we have not shared our list at all with each other. Nope. I mean, I have some guesses on what you may have on your list just by your listening habits. But other than that, and we did talk that anything that she's officially released, be it original, a cover, or a live version, or whatever is eligible for this particular list because she don't have a lot of studio albums out. She's got a couple live albums out. She does have a few covers that you and I both like, so those may or may not show up. But do you want to start or do you want me to, Dixie? Well, I'll just go ahead and start since I'm the host, right? Guests go first. Sure. Um, my number 10 is Right on Time from the album, because you made me present the album as well. Folks, I don't care about the album names. I can tell you what song is what on an album. But anyways, this is Right on Time, and it's on her In These Silent Times album. In These Silent Days. Days, my bad. Oh, uh, and it's her newest album. I knew that. See, I told you, I don't fool with albums. But, you make me do this, and but, I, just, I mean that is the least amount of research you could possibly do is to just tell what album it come off of. That's the least amount. That's not sorry. too much to ask. Um, well, you got what you got. So go ahead and talk about this. Anyways, right on time. Don't let my intro there just bear negatively on this album or on this song. Her vocals and this song is—they're incredible. 
and she really just, she bellows, and it's amazing. And I really, I really like this song. It, it made number, an easy number 10. Okay. I do not have this song on my list, so we'll go ahead and play a bit of it for our listeners. Uh, introduce it one more time, and we'll come back with my 10th favorite. This is Right on Time by Brandy Carlisle. What album was that on? I, have, I don't know. <laughs> come back now, even if you call. Me out, you might be angry now, of course you are I'm scared too, didn't mean to take it out on you I know I always do, you're the strongest person in the room Okay, so my number 10 is the song that actually really got... I, I had listened to Brandy in passing, but had never really gave her the attention that I wished I had and that, I, and that she deserves, quite frankly. And uh, the song that really got me into her enough to start diving into her catalog was from 2015's The Fire Watcher's Daughter. And it's actually a cover of an Avent Brothers song, Murder in the City. Uh... And normally I won't list a cover song when I'm ranking an artist's ten, uh, you know, catalog. But I made an exception for this because a, it is the song that opened me up to her and all the other songs that we'll be talking about later on my list. Uh, it's a beautiful cover of a gorgeous, gorgeous Avett Brothers song that's off of their EP, The Gleam. And this is not the only connection she has with the Avett Brothers. I'm going to talk about another connection she has with them later on one of her other albums. Uh, but what do you think about her cover of Murder in the City, Dixie? Well, just going back to the Avett Brothers, I always thought they covered this song. So I had my covers mixed up. Nope. I, I thought that they covered it, and then she covered it as well. Okay. So I've, I got some education there, Brian. Thank you. You're very welcome. So uh, for interest of time... And so we don't overtalk one another. Whenever one of us does a song, if if the other one has it ranked, let's go ahead and let let that person talk about it. Yeah, I'm good with that. So, are, do you have this ranked? I do not. Okay, so this is my tenth favorite Brandy Carlisle song. Her cover of the Avent Brothers' "Murder in the City."
things that I think of No need to get over long I'm coming home is better which one our parents love the most I sure did get in lots of trouble and they seemed to let the other go a tear fell from my father's eyes I wonder what my dad would say he said I love you and I'm proud of you both in so many different ways We're back. I'm with the one and only Dixie, and we are talking about our favorite Brandy Carlisle songs today. It is time for you to reveal your ninth favorite Brandy Carlisle song. What do you have for us at number nine? I have, and Lord, I hope I have this right, is every time I hear that song, and that is on her By the Way I Forgive You album. Is that right, Brian? You're right on all accounts. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> well, anyways, I love this song, and it actually kind of toggled around on my uh, rankings list, and but it ended up at number nine, and I just really like it. There's great harmonizing. It's just, I can sing every word to it. I really like this song. Yeah, I really like this, too. Uh, it didn't quite make my list. I started with about 20 and whittled down. It was somewhere around 12th or 13th, but it's it's a really, really good song. And I'll just be honest with you, one of the reasons why I left it off, because I didn't want half of my list just to be <laughs> from, from that album. Because oh. <laughs> that, to me, and we'll talk about this a little later, is by far her best album. I mean, it racked up at the Grammy Awards for a reason. Uh, it, it's her, you know, most popular album, judging by sales, as well as charts on songs and singles that she released from it. And I have a few more songs from, by the way, that I, I forgive you that I'm going to talk about a little later. But I'm glad you picked this one. Uh, so go ahead and introduce your ninth favorite Brandy Carlisle song, and we'll go ahead and play a bit of it. This is Brandy Carlisle with Every Time I Hear That Song. It made me kind of sad because it made me think of you I don't wonder how you're doing But I wish I didn't care Because I gave you all I had And got the worst of you For any time I hear that song Ooh. Didn't it break your heart When you watched my smile fading Did it ever cross your mind That one day the tables would be turned They told me the best revenge Would be a life well in and the strongest one that holds would be the hardest one to earn. 
are back, and Dixie has broke out the candy cigarettes, so things are about <laughs> to get get a little wild. And yet, it's getting real. And yes, if you all thought that they didn't still sell candy cigarettes, I don't know of any other place in the nation that sells them other than Dexter's Mini Mart. I love it because it doesn't say candy cigarettes anymore; it just says candy. It says candy stick. No, it, oh, it just says say, candy. It just says candy. Okay, but they literally are still candy cigarettes. <laughs> They're candy cigarettes. But anyway, back to the topic at hand: our favorite Brandy Carlisle songs. Uh, for my ninth favorite, I have one from her debut self-titled album way back in 2005 called What Can I Say? And I want to go ahead, and I meant to do this when I started when we first started the podcast, but talk about the two twins in her band, mm-hmm. Phil and Tim Hainsworth. They have been with her since the very beginning of her career, and they're not just in her band playing instruments. They are pretty much co-writers on almost all these songs that we'll be talking about tonight. And they are identical twins. If you've ever seen her perform live or on an award show or They're on like double mint Saturday Night Live, they literally look identical. They do. And they're bald-headed and beady-eyed. Yes. But that is beside We're the point. We're not going to hold that. Brian, do not be prejudiced. <laughs> I'm not. Okay. I'm not. They are very, very, very talented. And I also really like this song. You have it it didn't make, I did okay. not. No, so wait. Not hold ha- on. Let me check. No. Okay. So we've not had one a lot yet, but I I mean, this was just a harbinger of things to come. I mean, she wrote this when she was very, very young. I think she was even still maybe in her late teens, early 20s. Uh, there's a particular line in there called, it says, look to the clock on the wall, hands hardly moving at all. And that to me just is the epitome of how it feels sometimes, especially as a young person to be stuck in the middle of nowhere in a small town. Time just seems to move so slow when you want things to speed up. But later in life, you wish that time would slow down. So it's kind of a vicious cycle uh, of how we always wish time would slow uh, speed up. And then when it finally does, we wish it would slow down. I took it as if you stare at a clock, then it's going to seem like time is just not moving right. at all. Okay. Sorry, my my co-worker and friend and I talk all the time. She is ready for that 4 o'clock, and she watches the clock all day long. It seems to drag by, and I never look at a clock all day long. To me, the days fly by. So, yeah. So, this is my ninth favorite Brandi Carlisle song, one from her debut self-titled album. This is What Can I Say? The clock on the wall Hands hardly moving at all Stand the state that I'm in Sometimes it feels like the walls closing in
All right, Dixie, let's get right back into it. What is your eighth favorite Brandy Carlisle song? For number eight, I had The Eye from the album, let's hope I get this right, The Fire Watcher's Daughter. Correct, correct. Yes, yeah, I feel like I'm on Jeopardy, yay. All right, what do you like about this song? I'm surprised. I'm actually shocked this one went a little higher on your list. I know. Well, it actually was, and I just kept moving and shuffling things around. So, listen, Brian, you tell me 10 songs, I pick my 10 favorite, and then I put them in an order just for these purposes. Yeah, so, Otherwise, I don't care what so order they fall in. Basically, if anybody's listening to the show, <laughs> you and I, uh, you all know already that Dixie and I have absolutely opposite approaches to these lists. Yes. She just slaps together 10. She don't care what order they're in. I, I agonize over not just the 10 I picked days and weeks on end, but the order in which I put them on. And you can probably hear my dog. He is hunching the cat right yeah, now. Yeah, we, we have Ugh. we have a dog on cat sexual assault going on in the background. <laughs> I do apologize. But anyway, back to this song. What uh, I know there's a particular line that you really like in this song. You almost had it tattooed on your body when you turned 40. Uh, it was down between it and the Avett Brothers song. No, no, that was that was her cover of Forever Young that I almost had tattooed. Oh, it wasn't okay. this song. No, right. but I really do like this song. And this is one of the songs that really stood out to me when I first started listening to her music. Gotcha. I say this a hundred times on the show. I'm really inspired by to run based <laughs> on the music that I play. And I will just search her name and Apple Music, and I'll just listen to it all the way through. And this song really stood yeah. out. We got a listener that that really loves when you talk about your running uh, playlist uh, from Texas by the name really? of really, yeah, Philip. So shout out to him. Hey, Philip. Uh, <laughs> and one of these days, I'm just going to let you do your top ten running songs. Oh, that, turn it now over that that would be difficult. Yeah, I'm, I'm just turn it over to you because <laughs> it's going to be a. It's going to be a plethora of songs that do not go together at all. (laughs) That's another show, And probably songs that most sane people wouldn't run to. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, go ahead and introduce your eighth favorite Brandy Carlisle song here. All right. This is the gorgeous song, The Eye, from the album The Fire Watcher's Daughter. It really breaks my heart. See a dear old friend Go down in the worn-out place again Do you know the sound Of a closing door? Have you heard that sound somewhere before? Do you wonder if she knows you anymore? A rapture love But I never was afraid it would die You can dance in a hurricane But only if you're standing in the eye Where did you learn to walk? Where did you learn to run? For my number eight song, I chose one off of 2012's Bear Creek called Hard Way Home. I like that song. Good choice. Do you have it on your list at all? No. Okay. So we haven't had a single one alike yet. Nope. 
Uh, Will we have any? (laughs) I hope not, so that the listeners can get a little bit about a lot of songs. I'm sure we'll have at least one or two. I'd say three at the most, but my guess is probably two, maybe one. But anyway, Hard Way Home, to me, is the standout track on Bear Creek. Uh, The lyrics, the vocal delivery, as always, are just uh, both beautiful. Particular uh, line I really like in it is, Oh, I'll follow my tracks. See all the times I should have turned back. Oh, I wept alone. I know what it means to be on my own. Oh, the things I have known. And it's basically, you know, about a person who's feeling alienated from, I guess, just general society, lonely, seeking friendship, partnership, love, whatever. Uh, And uh, I've been there. Uh found you don't know why you've put up with me for these many years already but uh, me either no i'm just kidding uh, but I'm i have just... i haven't been on my own in a very long no, time no i bet sometimes you wish you were <laughs> uh, nah nah so uh, what what do you like about uh, hard way home i i like it um I really don't have any specifics about why I like it. It's just a good song. When it comes on, I usually listen to it all the way through. That's how I know that I like a song. So if you can listen to whole all yes. three minutes of it, I huh? will skip songs all day long. <laughs> I love that when we did our Avett Brothers song, you n- you never knew, you never knew that Laundry Room kicked in. Nope. Because you skipped. Ne- you nope. ne- never had. I say to this it. is boring. Next. Yeah. <laughs> So I let this song play through. So it's a good one. It's a good one in my book. A good one. So here is my eighth favorite Brandy Carlisle song. And as Dixie said, a song good enough for her to listen to all three minutes of. Yes. Hard Way Home. Sometimes I lose my faith in luck. I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. I just count the rain, wearing the thorn to the boards again. I wish I could find a soul to steal I could be the engine and you could be the wheel And we could drive it home And never have to worry about being alone Ooh, I follow my tracks See all the times I should have turned back Ooh, I wept alone I know what it means to be on my own Ooh, the things I've known Looks like I'm taking the hard way home I never was good at sleeping while the moon was full I just lie and burn, wreck my mind while the planet turns Sometimes I wish I could start again Try and do the right thing every now and then I'd step in line Alright, before we get into your seven favorite Brandy Carlisle song The big question is, is will you eat this entire pack of candy cigarettes Before we are finished recording this episode? She's got, already got a second pack got ready to go i on standby <laughs> <laughs> I shall consume both of these, and there's two more packs in the kitchen, so who uh, knows? I may just eat all the candy cigarettes. All righty. So, Good question. What is your seventh <laughs> favorite Brandy Carlisle song, Dixie? All right. My seventh favorite, I am ashamed to say that when I first heard this song at the end of a movie, I never knew it was Brandy Carlisle. Never knew it was her. And this is Carried Me With You on the Onward soundtrack. And I remember we watched that movie, and I kind of got kind of choked up a little bit on that movie. And I don't have any emotions, people, just so you know. I I try not to outwardly show emotions, cry, unless excitement or happiness. But 
that that movie kind of that tugged at my little heartstrings, and I never knew that this was Brandy Carlisle until you had mentioned it. What a couple of weeks ago, and then I, I've been listening to it. Ever you know since. what's funny is when what? we watch this, when she started singing, I said, "Hey, that's Brandy Carlisle," and you just forgot. I about wasn't it. a fan then. I wasn't a fan the first then, so I didn't know. That who was she just was. two years ago, when you definitely were. No, a fan. no, okay. I wasn't. Right, no, well. you were playing Sugar Tooth at that time. I didn't like Sugar Tooth. All right. So no, this is my this is on my list, and it's high up on my list too. Well, it's not that high. It's number well, seven. Higher up it's to a- be only two weeks of me listening to it. So, <laughs> here's the deal. This is the first one we've had the same. And it is my number two and was almost my number one. Really? So I'll talk about it now and we'll talk about it again later. uh, And then we'll play it for the fine folks out there. No, it's fine. It's fine. So, Onward, if you've not seen it, it's a Pixar film that came out uh, a couple years back. uh, Voices of Tom Holland and our main man, Chris Pratt. Mm -hmm. And even though it's not officially about DD, it's about DD. Yeah. And it's really about two brothers. That are going on a journey to try to resurrect their deceased father, and I never had a brother, like by biologically, but I do have a brother, and we consider each other brothers and have you know our entire life, and that's John Thompson, and he and I play D and D together, mm-hmm. and it's a great bonding experience. So this movie didn't almost make me cry; it did. Oh, and I was already a mess at the ending, and when. I had I had no idea that the closing credits was going to be a new Brandy Carlisle song, and that made me even a bigger mess. Uh, and then realizing I didn't appreciate it. Yeah, you, that's fine. <laughs> I appreciate it now. Uh, you're always late to the party. I really am, but it's such a good song. Hey, did you know, uh, you did, you ever heard of an artist named Elvis Presley? Uh, think so. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Carried Me With You is a beautiful song. Oh, it is. Uh uh, from a from a you know from a fantastic movie, mm-hmm. one of my favorite Pixar films, uh, and yeah, I have them ranked. And here comes our dog Groucho again, uh, <laughs> and he is now trying to make out with the cat. And uh, He's eating his face. Anyway, this is Dixie's <laughs> seventh favorite Brandy Carlisle song. Um, my from Onward soundtrack. My second favorite. Brandy Carlisle song, uh, not on one of her albums, but the motion picture soundtrack to the movie Onward. This is Carried Me With You. You're the soul who understands the scars and made me who I am. Through the drifting sands of time, I got your back and you got mine. If you bear a heavy load I'll be your wheels, I'll be the road I'll see us through the thick and thin For love and loss until the end Cause you carried me with you From the highest of the peaks To the darkness of the blue I was just too wide Lighthouse in a storm, you were always guiding me. Yes, yeah, true. You carried me 
Alrighty, my seventh favorite Brandy Carlisle song, and the first one I have from my favorite album of hers, which is By the Way I Forgive You, is The Mother. Hmm. And uh, it is an absolute beautiful song. And uh, even though it's coming from a point of view of a mom, it could very well be, you know, a father as well, because it's really about coming to grips uh, with being a parent for the first time and everything that that brings to the table. Uh, it's coming to grips with everything that, that you will now maybe miss out on from your old life, but at the same time, what you gain. So it's about what you give up when you become a parent, but also the joys that you gain by becoming a parent and the sacrifices that you make and why they are ultimately worth it. Uh, do you have this one on your list, Dixie? I do not, and I usually skip over this song. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You invite me on the show, I, so you, you may can't be get banned. mad. Or you may be. Why do you skip this song as a mom? I listen to it, but it's not one that I listen to when I'm working out. To me, this would probably should, should be hit you really hard as a mother. Well, it does, but lots. You of just said you skip me, it. Lots of things hit me hard as a mom, so. I, I just don't listen to this song. It's it's a good song. I just don't I don't have it ranked, and I don't listen to it. I'm sorry, but you did such a great job explaining it. I've done a great job of explaining what it be, means to be a mother. Yes. At, and I will never be a mother. No, you won't. And the mother in this equation skips this song every time she hears it comes on. <laughs> well, I'm so, you are so judgy tonight. Just have, have at it. I may not come back. <laughs> no, we need you back. <laughs> I can't do this That's one by what I myself. Thought. All right, here is my seventh favorite Brandy Carlisle song and one that Dixie skips from <laughs> By the Way I Forgive You, The Mother. And she is quiet, Lord. She doesn't look like me. She made me love the morning. She's a holiday at sea. The New York streets are as busy as they always used to be. But I am the mother of Evangeline. First things that she took from me were selfishness and sleep. She broke a thousand heirlooms I was never meant to keep. She filled my life with color, canceled plans, and trashed my car. But none of that was ever who we are. Outside of my windows are the mountains and the snow. I hold you while you're sleeping, and I wish that I could go. Oh, my Accomplishing their dreams But I am the mother Of Evangeline And they've still got their morning Paper and their coffee And their time And they still enjoy their evenings With the skeptics and the wine Oh, but all the wonders I have seen I will see a second time From inside of the ages Through your eyes where no one thought it through the world that stood against us made us mean to fight for you when we chose your name we knew that you'd fight the 
Dixie, what is your sixth favorite Brandon Carlisle song? And I'm assuming you don't usually skip this one when it comes on. I do not. And if you really want to hear it, then I'll tell you what it is. I do. It's my song from the album The Story. And there is a line in here that I like, and I looked it up so I wouldn't awesome. get it wrong. All right. Since you've already been so judgy. I'm sorry. Uh, the dogs were getting says, me frustrated. Sometimes seeming happy can be self-destructive even when you're sane. Yes. I get accused of being crazy all the time because I'm so happy, but why not be happy? Well, I, yeah. So. I, I'm glad. I mean, you and I are literally the yin and yang to one another, not just yep. when it comes to music and whatnot. I mean, you are happy all the time, and I'm neurotic and worrying all the time. But I've always said your happiness helps balance me out and keeps me sane. You know what's funny is all of these songs are written for people like you. <laughs> <laughs> I just happen to like a couple of them. <laughs> but they speak to you more than they do me. I love the melodies, the harmonies, the voice. Uh, I like it. I just don't appreciate the lyrics as much as what you do. Yeah, I'm always a lyrics person. In fact, if it's included in the linear notes, when I buy, when I used, when I buy an album on vinyl, previously on CD back in the day, I would read the lyrics. Nowadays, I always like to look them up when I hear a song for the first time to make sure I'm hearing it right. Uh, so, I, I mean, I, I really, really enjoy lyrics. So, go ahead and introduce this one, your sixth favorite Brandy Carlisle song. Uh, I do not have this on my list, so we'll go ahead and play it. <laughs> well, you're going to play my song by Brandy Carlisle off the album The Story. She didn't have a, Okay, yeah, The Story is... Uh, yeah, yeah, I want to say that, the, that it's. I'm shocked that this is the first song from The Story that we've talked about. Well, don't tonight. worry, there's plenty more. All right. <laughs> These pieces of my life that often change Or maybe I've changed But sometimes seeming happy can be self-destructive Even when you're sane Only insane But don't bother waking me today Okay, so we are down to my sixth favorite Brandy Carlisle song. And after this one, we'll take a quick break and come back with our top five. And we have banished all the animals to another part of the house. So hopefully you won't hear them in the background any longer. We do apologize. If you And we did talk about the setup we have here, folks. If you, This is one time in which we should probably have YouTubed a particular episode just so you all could get the full picture here. Yes, it's, it's a labor of love. <laughs> It is really ridiculous. I took a picture. I'll have Brian post it later so you can see yeah, the pitifulness it, it, it's of this. It's just pitiful. But anyway, my sixth favorite Brandy Carlisle song is off of Fire Watcher's Daughter. My second song off of that album so far tonight is called Mainstream Kid. Hmm. 
And it is uh, musically and sonically probably one of her not most rock and roll songs. It's very loud, very fast. And it's basically, I think, tongue-in-cheek about the narrator wanting to fit in and be normal and be just a normal person and part of a normal society. But I think the entire thing is saying and said ironically. And I, for myself, have never, ever been part of what you would consider a normal society. But do you want to be? Never have been. There you go. Never have wanted to be. <laughs> there you go. I've looked around and I realized that most of what quote-unquote normal society are idiots, assholes, or both and all of the above. See, I like society. <laughs> I would be happy with this in the, a cabin in the woods with... Uh, food to eat, bourbon, uh, a bunch of vinyl records and books and a turntable. Never have to see another human being other than you and Natalie, maybe. You just described your retirement. <laughs> <laughs> I actually described uh, all of 2020 when I was at home. I think you just described COVID. Dale Sasser. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> College professor. <laughs> but the do snake you, man. Do you have any thoughts on this song? Do you have it on your list? Probably I do not. not. No, I, I don't, frankly, listen to that song. So I, I can lie and say I do, but I, I don't. I will recommend that you give this one a listen later okay. because I think you would like to run to it. Okay. Because it's, it's really short, really fast, and really upbeat tempo. Okay. But this is my sixth favorite Brandy Carlisle song, Mainstream Kid. Immediately following it, we'll take a quick break, but we'll be right back with our top five. I want to tell you all real quick about the brand new presenting sponsor of that one show, the Goblin Trading Company. They make all kinds of cool stuff, shirts, t-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs. Uh, they do a lot of D&D type merchandise, but they also have the, a bunch of exclusive that one show merch. Uh, they've got me as a goblin. They've got me as a superhero, a Funko Pop, all kinds of stuff. You can get those on hoodies, coffee mugs, t-shirts, whatever you'd like. Check them out at etsy.com backslash shop backslash goblin trading. I'll also have a link straight to their store in the show notes of this and every episode of season three. Once again, for your official one show merchandise and much, much more, check out my friends at the Goblin Trading Company. 
Okay, we have ranked 10 through 6. We only have five songs left each. Technically, I only have four because I've already talked about my number two, but that's all well and good. Dixie, what is your fifth favorite Brandy Carlisle song? Well, as promised, I do have more songs from the album The Story, and my next one is Turpentine. Awesome. I really like it. Did I, you have it? It was it was the last one I cut at number 11. Oh, man. But well, so that's I, okay. So I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad that you included it so we can talk about it. And I really do like this song, and I have a genuine, like, a little discussion point here. Awesome. Is that it talks about, like, times past, mm -hmm. like, how relationships change. Mm -hmm. And no matter how much you try, things cannot be the same, no matter how much effort you put into mm -hmm. it. So I really like this song for yeah. that reason. You know, the, the, the album, the story... Uh, there's several songs. I think I think uh, past our past and how it has affected our present and how it will affect our future is an overarching theme of that entire album. Uh, we may or may not talk about a couple of the other songs on there that have a similar theme as that. But I'm I'm so glad you picked Turpentine. Uh, uh, it, like I said, it was my eleventh and barely barely missed the cut. So. Uh, it's not on my list, but we'll go ahead and play it for, yes, for our listeners now. Here is Dixie's number five Brandy Carlisle song, Turpentine. Glow away from me in photographs And memories like spies And salt betrays my eyes again I started losing sleep and gaining weight And wishing I was ten again I could be your friend again These days we go to waste like wine It's turn to turpentine Till it's 6am and I'm all messed up I didn't mean to waste your time So I fall back in line But I'm warning you we're growing I heard you found some pretty words to say You found your little game to play And there's no one allowed here Then just when we believed we could be great Reality, it permeates It conquers from within again These days we go to waste like Okay, so when we were discussing that song, uh, Turpentine, I noticed that your eyes were getting watery, and I thought you were getting a little emotional talking about that song, but I should have known better because you immediately started hacking up a lung when, I, when we stopped recording that segment because what what happened, Dixie? What happened? I got choked on a candy cigarette. She got choked on one of the candy, aforementioned candy cigarettes. But you thought I was like... I thought you were... Yeah. Oh, I should have just played it off. Then. I thought you were getting a little emotional, but I should have knew better. Oh, Lord. Well, I'm, you should have known that I always choke on some. So. Yeah. And folks, but I made it. I pulled it out, and they would have never known if you'd not told them. So but, thanks. Thanks a lot there. If you all end up getting to listen to this, episode it's going to be a miracle on par with the red sea i mean we're literally talking into an iphone uh over data 
and not not online, stacked on three Stephen King books on her kitchen table, fighting off a dog trying to hump a cat. <laughs> With tears and, running down and, her and eyes. A, a candy cigarette going down sideways <laughs> of Dixie's throat. <laughs> now, this is this episode's an all timer. An all timer. This is brought to you by the good Lord above. <laughs> this is Jesus. So we'll get right back into it. Uh, God's will. My number five song is a song off of the the same album that we just discussed. Turpentine's on the story. May you not get choked when you uh, talk about and it. And it's a song called Josephine. Oh yes, I like that one. And, I really do. And it is on a, something we just touched on. That is kind of an overarching theme of the album. Uh, of of past relationships and and things from our past, I mean it literally says "Take me back, Josephine." Mm-hmm. But and I always assumed this was about a real person, and I looked it up the other day, and it is not, and it's not even about a particular person. It is, it was written when they were on tour and driving through Josephine County, Oregon. And they just thought Josephine had a nice ring to it, and they just made up a song a about a, a fictional Josephine. But yeah. I, it was so detailed mm-hmm. on what she remembers and misses particularly about Josephine. I always assumed it had to be a real person, but it's not. Yeah. Do you have this song ranked? I don't, no, but I really like that song, and it was on my longer list. On your long list? Yes. How many songs were on your long list, out of curiosity? Probably about four or five. So... You had about. It wasn't that long uh, of a list, but it was still longer (laughs) than 10. (laughs) All righty. So, this will be my number five Brandy Carlisle song Josephine. Josephine, till that cold and dark December, I am missing someone, but I don't know. Now I'm standing alone And I'm trying to remember Sometimes I wonder how I ever started loving you Noontime wind, can you blow For me one more time and take me on back to the Where the midnight moon shines so bright Nearly pull us up to heaven By the strings of our hearts Take me back, Josephine To that cold and dark December I'm missing someone but I don't know who Now I'm standing alone I'm trying to remember Sometimes I wonder how I ever started loving you Okay, Dixie, what do you have coming in as your fourth favorite Brandy Carlisle song? From the album, By the Way I Forgive You, I, I had another song off of that every time I hear that song. This one is The Joke. And I think there's a general consensus that this is a great song. Why? Do you have it? Is oh, your number one? It's my number one. Oh, I'm sorry. It's well, fine. we won't talk about it yet. No. But no, you can talk about it at number one. That's fine. You sure? Yeah. So yeah, you don't we'll even just, want to play it? We'll just pause discussion right now. Yeah, that's so fine. So we'll just go straight into my number four? Yeah, go ahead. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to take another one from you, okay? Well, uh, that's <laughs> I appreciate that. 
So my number four is another album from The Story, and it is a song called The Story. <laughs> Have you got this one ranked? Well, that may be my number one. <laughs> so how about we skip that also? Okay, well, we're going to come back to those. It's funny that your number four was my number one and vice versa. Oh, my goodness. So we'll skip like both of those. So let's just... <laughs> no, oh, my goodness. Go to your number three then. Okay, hold up. I got to reevaluate here. All right. Uh, Have You Ever, also from the story, is my number three song. Yes. And I, this was almost number one, because I really like this song. And this song, I know I said all these songs, these dreary, like, introspective songs are for you. This one's for me. It involves nature. It involves looking up at a starry sky. Just, that's me. So, she's singing about me. <laughs> I really like this song, and it does remind me of you, because any chance you get, you hit the hill. Mm-hmm. And uh, you love getting out in nature. Uh, and I do actually talk to the night sky. Like yeah. all the early Well, you talk to the trees and, and everything. Night. Name them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you had a tree up on our property here that you named. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was Ophelia. her name? Ophelia. Ophelia. And she got cut down. Yeah, My father-in-law pulled her out of the ground. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm still sad about that. But so, I do say hello to the night sky and stuff. When I'm letting the animals out and they're doing their business, I'll talk to the sky. It's, it's beautiful. So, this is your number three? I love it. Yes, number three. And what's it called? Have You Ever. Have you ever wandered lonely through the woods? And everything that feels just as it should. You're part of a life there, you're part of something good. If you've ever wandered lonely through the woods. Ooh, if you've ever wandered lonely through the woods. Have you ever stared into a starry sky? Lying on your back, you're asking why? What's the purpose? I wonder who am I? Have you ever stared into a starry sky? My number three is a song that I would bet my entire vinyl record collection is not on your list because you are very vocal on how much you hate it. Sugar too? Yes. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't hate it anymore. Uh, I did when you first played it, but after I got to listening to her other stuff, I grew an appreciation for it. Okay. And I actually let it play through okay. when it's on. So yeah, I don't hate it anymore. So this song uh, tells a true story of a, a person who... Pretty much their entire adult life battles addiction and succumbs to it in the form of suicide. And it is actually a true story on a very close friend of Brandy's. She uh, has given a few interviews indicating as such, so I'm not speaking out of school on that. Uh, and it's about how a person who the world probably remembers as an addict, that was not all there was to them. And that is the case across the board. And, you know, we were recording this in eastern Kentucky. And anybody, we all know people like that. And anybody in this area, uh, you know, not just eastern Kentucky, but Appalachia as a whole, mm -hmm. has not 
everyone has been affected by addiction. Yeah, it's always somebody's brother, yeah. mother, sister. I mean, it's a best person. Friend. Yeah, and they're she, a person first. She talks about how this person is such the kind of soul in this. There's a line he'd give you the shirt off if he's back if it wasn't for his sugar tooth. Mm -hmm. But now there's a particular line. There's two particular lines that to me are devastating in this song. Uh, the first one is, what in the hell are you going to do when the world has made its mind up about you? And that's not just about addicts, but about anybody. Yeah. We are so quick to judge other people. Uh, not Like I said, not just because if they're an addict, but the way they look, who they love, how they choose to or not to worship. Mm -hmm. And if everybody's made up your mind that you are a certain thing, a lot of times, even if you're not, it's a, it's basically becomes a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, I mean, you take a really smart kid and tell them that they're dumb over and over and over. Studies show that they will literally believe it themselves. Yeah. So, and there's another line in there. Uh, he wanted to be a better man. Then life kicked him down, like an old tin can, and that. Never, ever. This song never fails to move me emotionally. Uh, spoiler alert, he dies and they scatter his ashes at a place called Jesus Rock. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that part of the story is true. And if it's not, I feel that uh, calling that place Jesus Rock was very intentional because in the end, uh, the world didn't want him, but Jesus would still have him. I like that. So here is my number three favorite Brandy Carlisle song from, by the way, I forgive you, Sugar Tooth. down to the nitty-gritty dixie what is your second favorite brandy carlisle song well number two for me is wherever is your heart from the fire watcher's daughter beautiful beautiful song it really is yes and i i just i really like it i've i've drifted to lots of towns and have Shared several families and family dynamics, but wherever is your heart, I call home. Like it's, I'm home no matter where I'm at with whoever I'm with. That is once again a big difference uh, between me and you because I'm not home unless I'm literally home. 
<laughs> Preferably in my recliner. I can, I can find home anywhere. I cannot. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have any other thoughts on this song before no, we play I it? No, it's, it's a really good song, and she kind of rocks out at it. So I, I really like it. You keep pointing at the mic. I'm getting as close to this phone as I can, Brian. All right. Okay, I hope they can hear me out there. So this is your second favorite Brandy Carlisle song. It is. Wherever, Wherever is your is heart. Your heart. Mm -hmm. I lose so many things you love as you grow. I miss the days when I was just a kid. My fear became my shadow, I swear it did. Wherever is your heart, I call home. Wherever is your heart, I call home. Though your feet may take you far from me, I know Wherever is your heart, I call home You made me feel like I was always falling Always falling down without a place to land Somewhere in the distance, heard you calling Oh, it hurts so bad Okay, we talked about my second favorite song a while back, which was Carried Me With You, and we've kind of spoiled each other's number one back at number four, but we saved the discussion for both of those until the end of the show, which we have reached. But you mentioned uh, between segments that you had one or two uh, honorable mentions that you wanted to bring up. Well, I have, I have one, and I guess it's more sentimental to me because he has passed away. Um, Leslie Jordan's company come company's coming album. He managed to get people to the literal dinner table and sing gospel songs. So, just Eddie Vedder, for instance. I know we talked about this on an earlier episode, but somehow he got Eddie Vedder to sing a gospel song. Yeah, they sung. That's, uh, that's unheard of. And and it, it's a it's my favorite song on that it's entire really album. It's really good. It's old Magnolia Tree. Yes, and yes, and he actually got Brandy Carlisle too. I think Brandy was one of the first people on board, yep. and and I. I knew who Leslie Jordan was because he kept popping up on my Instagram. I thought, who is this little tiny man and why does he just keep popping up? And you actually listened to those songs and thought he was a little old lady singing. Unfortunately, I did. And I, and I, <laughs> I played his duet with Brandy on my old radio show, yes. not even knowing who he was. He, he did not know Leslie Jordan was a, a very famous uh, Hollywood actor. And... So, it is such a good song. And when he shows, Leslie would put up videos of all of them sitting around and brainstorming the songs that they wanted to. And they actually all met for dinner one evening and kind of hashed out who was going to sing what. And Brandy was one of the first people at the table. And he'd say, now this is Brandy Carlisle. And just his cutest little Chattanooga accent. And so now it's really hard for me to say Brandy Carlisle without saying... Brandy Carlisle. Brandy Carlisle in my head. Uh, but yes, I, I really love that man. I think he did a wonderful thing. He gave us a snippet of music that involved people that you would never imagine singing. Had you told me in 1994... 
that Eddie Vedder would sing an old gospel hymn and actually record and release it, I would have betted anything I owned yeah. or would ever own against that statement. Somebody. You would have slapped somebody. I was, I said, you would have gotten a fist fight. I would said there is absolutely no way that man would yeah. ever do an old gospel hymn. But guess what? Not only did he record it, they're doing a tribute at the Grand Ole Opry. That's great. To Leslie and all the, most of these folks on the album will be performing. So Eddie Vedder is going to perform a gospel at hymn live at the Grand Ole freaking Opry here in a couple crazy. weeks. So if you ever get a chance to listen uh, to the album or just this song, it's Angel Band. Yeah, Company's and Coming. And uh, the album is Company's Coming, and the song is Angel Band that he does with Brandy Carlisle. Yes. And it's just so good. And I just want to do an honorable mention of All that. All right. So let's get – we each have one song left. We kind of spoiled what they are. Your number one is the story. Mm-hmm. My number one is the joke. Which one do you want to talk about first? Well, it doesn't it doesn't matter to me. I can go ahead because I can't stand things being out of order. I will pop back up to the joke on my list here that I'm looking at. So visually, I'm looking at the joke right now. Oh, well, so that's fine. You want to address that one first? Sure. Then we'll All let right. you close the show um, out. She <laughs> is brilliant on this song and my favorite, and it's kind of long. I can't leave out parts of this. Um, they come to kick dirt in your face, to call you weak, and then displace you. After carrying your baby on your back across the desert, I saw your eyes behind your hair. You don't look tired. You, or you're looking tired, but you don't look scared. To me, that speaks to every, and I consider myself a bit of a feminist, but that just speaks to me as a woman that all the times, like, you can't handle this. You can't handle this. Well, by God, I've, got, I've carried this kid, and I've managed to do this, this, and this, and I've kept up with you while doing all this other stuff. So... That's my little high horse that I'm on right now. I love this song, and that really speaks to me, and it's such a great song. And that's not even diving into her the vocals on yes. this song. Like, Jesus. the last few seconds of this song Lord have mercy. will blow your socks off. So this is my number one, the joke. And it's, the when I put my 10 down, I knew this was going to be my number one because it speaks to me unlike any other song that she has in her catalog and, like, very few songs, period, do. It speaks to you as a woman? Well, I'm just not, playing. No, I'm just, well, I just ran it about the woman. Thing. Well, the I'm mother spoke to me uh, as a woman. <laughs> yes. But anyway, that's, this, this song basically is for anybody with whom was picked on, bullied, made fun of for any reason in their entire life, uh, being it, you know, and a lot of her songs, we've touched on that a little bit already tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... I've made no bones about it. High school effing sucked for me. The worst four years of my life. Uh, I won't go into details, but I was bullied heavily, physically and mentally and emotionally all four years. But And uh, guess what, though? The joke's on them. The joke is on them. Well, see, that's the... I see, I don't live around the people. I also and, do and not here's like the high thing. school, but and you still the, have to see these people. And here's the thing. <laughs> I have to try to marry and not take any satisfaction in seeing the people that treated me horribly in high school now because almost across the board, their life is so much worse now than it was in high school. They literally peaked at the age of 17, which is a really sad thing. And now they're all just not in a good place. Yeah. And I shouldn't take satisfaction in that. But a part of me 
Always does. The part that listens to the song. A part, <laughs> the part of me that goes back to 1997 when that asshole was just making my life a living hell. When I see that particular asshole out, maybe pumping gas at a gas station, and they're 290 pounds on their fourth wife, and they're bald-headed, and they have like seven kids by, you know, those four different wives, and none of them want anything to do with them. That's horrible. Don't get me wrong. It's horrible. And I wrestle with the fact that there is a part of my soul that smiles when I see them in that shape. All you can do is ask for forgiveness. <laughs> yes. And well, the name of this the album is, by the way, I forgive you. <laughs> by the way, I forgive you. <laughs> but anybody that's out there right now, and I don't have very many young listeners, like 5% of my listening audience is teens. Mm-hmm. But the 5% of you all that teens, especially a teen who is being picked on or bullied, I promise you that that person doesn't amount to Nothing. anything. And 20 years from now, you're going to be doing something with your life that is meaningful and beautiful. And that person will be wishing they were still in high school. And, yep. that, and that sucks for them, but it does not suck for you. Amen. And <laughs> so here is my favorite Brandy Carlisle songs, without a doubt, The Joke. Okay, Dixie, we just have one song left to talk about. This has been a episode for sure. It has. That is accurate. <laughs> uh, your number one, my number four, off of the title track from 2007 Story, which was her just her second album. And at a young age, unbelievable that somebody at that age put out this kind of album. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about the story. The story, I really like it. Uh, it would come on, and I would listen to it, and I was like, dang, that's a good song. And then TikTok realized that I was listening to this song and decided it wanted to start showing me all these videos that were using the song. And I was like, and then something came up and it was used in Grey's Anatomy or something. I do not watch Grey's Anatomy. Usually I shun anything associated. You watched the first season. 
I, it was all I could do. Yeah. It was all I could do. I want the record to reflect that I have not seen one second of one minute of one episode of that season. show. But I've never seen a second of that show. I, had, I remember two people being impaled together, and one of them had, I don't know. Impaled they, together? They were like, impaled together. Like a, like a basket case situation? There was a <laughs> pole or a part of a car or something that oh, had and it went through both them of them together. Yes, so they had to Well, side. Jason Voorhees did that back in the 1980s <laughs> with, a, with so, a spear. Anyway, because the snob in me was like, ugh, Grey's Anatomy, how cliche. And I think that somebody actually came in on your comment section and said, not to sound cliche, but the story is my favorite song. So... That, that was that, Whitney Combs, I do was, believe. That, that Her, Her, Whitney. Combs' his wife and a loyal yes. listener. We thank you. Yes. And it, and I, I think I responded that it sometimes the best is just the best. And that doesn't it's necessarily mean it's cliche. It's cliche for a reason because yeah. it appeals to a lot of people. Yes. Um, so anyway, I really like this song. The lyrics are just beautifully written. Her voice is incredible. And... I, I just hate that it's associated with Grey's Anatomy. I didn't like that well, show. Well, that's fine. But we'll I won't hold that, that against you, Brandy. You did a great so job. So let on me this. just say, uh, to me, even though I had this ranked fourth as my as my fourth favorite song, if I had if someone had never listened to Brandy Carlisle and they say, "Hey, what do you think is her best actual vocal performance?" I would probably say the story. See, I would say the joke. Uh, but that's okay. <laughs> but they are similar in in their build because. They literally build Tucker Sendo yeah. to where she's literally sounds like she's ripping her vocal cords yes. out with emotion yes. towards the end. And you know On the I, line, uh, uh, all these lines. Yes. Across my face, yeah, yes. Tell uh, me the story. And, and the crazy thing is she was on Saturday Night Live. That's what I was getting ready to say. Just yeah. a few weeks ago. And, and she this, pulled this out. And this song is like. It's 15, 16 years old at this point, and she performed it and killed it. Absolutely killed it. Killed it. The second best perform, the second best musical performance in SNL history, I think. Really? Number one should never be topped. Never be topped. Remind me of what that is again. That is Sturgill Simpson jamming the call to arms <laughs> for like nine minutes. And the crowd was just like. And then he looks right <laughs> into the camera when he gets done with a look on his eyes and said, yeah, that's right. That's how we do it back in Kentucky. And then threw his guitar down. Literally didn't drop the mic, but dropped the damn guitar and walked away. But we're not talking about Sturgill this episode. <laughs> well, the crowd did not know how to take that it. That don't matter. That didn't fly with that That <laughs> don't matter. Crowd. That I don't care. <laughs> they knew what, they didn't know what hit them. But now when she was on to perform and stuff, I was like, well, that's awesome. I wonder what she's going to sing. I thought she'd sing something off her new she album. She did the first Yes, she did, yes. Yeah. And then she rolled this out, and I was like, wow. And you heard those opening chords, and yes. I was like, yes. Killed doing it. it. And I'm telling you, if you had to pick... To say, hey, if there's any artist that still tours that you've not seen live, Brandy, you're probably my number one. I just, from things that I'm seeing in the news and just I follow her on every uh, media platform, she's kind of making it not really a comeback, but I mean, she's really on fire right now. Well, she's been on fire since, by the way, I forgive you. She yeah. won a bunch of Grammys. She got the performance of Grammys, got on a lot of people's radar. She, she got on a lot of people's radar way back with the story. Do you know who is listening to her way back? You. <laughs> that's, that's, that's While the rest of us ignore her. Yeah. <laughs> you are listening. That happens a lot. <laughs> You're a trendsetter. Can, can you remember, like, like this was before even Purgatory come out? I saw some YouTube videos of Tyler yes, Shears. He had you a, made me watch him. I was like, what is this? I said, you got to see this like wild-looking, bearded, red-headed feller from, from up in Lawrence County. He's going to be big one day. 
Yeah, you called it. I did. You also were the first person I ever knew that read the book Twilight. <laughs> and then, bam, like a year later, everybody's reading what? Twilight. Did, now, ho now, hold on You man. read Twilight. You didn't have to bring I that did. up. I did. <laughs> I was like, what? what is he reading? That's a really cool cover. Oh, I mean, Jesus. Yeah, so you were like, this is awful, but I'm going to finish it. <laughs> and then Listen. everybody loves Twilight. Listen, I, you, you attest that I never am without a book. Yes. I usually read, give or take, 100 books a year. Mm -hmm. I've given up on one book. The Host? No, I never even started that no, shit. don't. Well, I can't remember the name. What's the second Twilight book? Breaking Dawn? Breaking Dawn? Breaking Bad? I don't, I don't know. know. Breaking Dawn? Ten I pages I... in, I threw it down. I couldn't nope. do it. I, I mean, I even finished Moby Freaking Dick, for crying out loud. I could not finish whatever. You read Beowulf. <laughs> I love Beowulf. I've read it three or four times. Beowulf is great, but... Not on Twilight level. So anyway, you were the first part. You're a trendsetter. Like, if Brian is into something and he said, this is cool, then I know it's going to be cool. Stranger Things. He saw a trailer. Come on, Stranger Things. Nobody had ever heard of it. I told you it was going to be a huge this. show. This is a hit right here. This is something I'm going to watch. And so we were like, yeah, we're so excited. And we tell other people, we really want to watch that show. People around here said, never heard of it. No, never saw that. And there you go. There's Stranger Things for you. Alrighty. So, anyways, we, we you're didn't so trendy. we didn't mean to ramble on. Yeah. And folks, you may or may not have enjoyed this episode. <sighs> it's been a, a it's, it's been one for the books, and by that I mean the books that you should burn. <laughs> but no, don't really ever burn a animals book. trying to procreate. Well, I mean, we've had. <laughs> I mean, but we do appreciate you staying with us through this episode and all episodes of that one show. Once again, I want to thank my guest Dixie. And I want to thank these fine fans for sitting atop the Stephen King box set of Mr. Mercedes, Finders, Keepers, and End of Watch. <laughs> thank you. Here he is. I forgot what song. <laughs> the story? The story. <laughs> yes. Dixie's favorite song that she's already forgotten. Yes. Uh, the story. And don't choke on a candy cigarette. <laughs> Till next week, folks. This has been That One Show with Brian Combs and guest... Dixie, Dixie Combs. All of these lands across my face Tell you the story of who I am So many stories of where I've been And now I got to where I am But these stories don't You've got no one to tell them to It's true I was made for you I climbed across the mountain top
That one show is brought to you by The Goblin Trading Company and is written, produced, and recorded by me, Brian Combs, most of the time right on my kitchen table. If you enjoy this show, please share it with someone who you think may enjoy it as well and check me out on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. As always, thanks for listening, and we will see you next week.